This is United States Supreme Court. United States. Damn. Well, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Fighting for Justice. I'm Dave. We got Josh and JJ here. (laughs) Um, We got a couple exciting things to talk to you about today, for sure. Uh, That's what we were all just looking at, Um, an article that we have. uh, Before we jump into anything, I want to take this opportunity to kind of make the official announcement. I've been waiting to do this for a while. Um, I'm officially running for Phoenixville uh, Council, uh, councilman, member of the North District in Phoenixville. Go Dave. Um, you know, nothing crazy, but it's something I'm interested in. I would love politics, so and Phoenixville is a cool town, so I can't think of a better place to get involved. Can I ask a question? Of course. Go ahead. Are you running as a libertarian? No, man, Democrat. Are you running this from the Green Party? Uh, really? From the Democrats? Okay. I've been a lifelong Democrat. What are you, nuts? So anyway, um, the cool thing is I'm going to at least try to keep you guys, the viewers, involved as much as I can. It won't be you know, too exciting, but I think it's important for everybody to learn local politics. What's the process right now? I just have to get a petition signed by 10 people um, that live in the North District of Phoenixville, which isn't too hard, right? Um, once I submit that, then I'm officially a candidate that will be uh, on the ballot for May. Um, but as I'm doing things or things are coming up, I'm going to keep people updated. So that's my big announcement. Can I vote in, the, in that election? I assume I cannot. You have to move to Phoenixville. Okay. <laughs> on the north? No, well, yeah, on the north side. You'd have to live on the north side. So all you north siders who listen to this podcast, I need your vote. We're going to get Dave elected. Correct. We're going to get him into local office. And then from there, <laughs> I mean, God knows. So now um, I know a couple important things that we want to throw out to the viewers and listeners, anybody listening. So I'll hand it off to JJ. Yeah. So what up, guys? A couple of new things. Uh, just going to run through them quickly so we can get into the the more important things. But first things first, we have some new apparel here, guys. Uh, please go check out our website. Hold one of those up. Yeah. yeah. So we have shirts, right? Fighting for Justice shirts. We have hoodies. And hoodies. We have hats, as you can see, like I'm wearing now. Um, <coughs> so if you just go on to the Fighting yeah, for fighting. Justice. We've got T-shirts. Yep, Fighting yeah, for Justice Dave. podcast. So make sure you're spelling it correctly. It's P-H-I-G. Now nah, I can't spell it. P-H-I-G-H-T-I-N-G <laughs> or F-O-R justice. J-U-S-T-I-C-E. And the good news is, is just go to this link. Yeah, Dave's going to put it on the bottom for you, but fightingforjustice.com, you can get, uh, you'll be able to find all the episodes there. You'll be able to find um, any new things, anything that we're trying to put out that we want you guys to know. It should all be on that website. Uh, work with us, The just so you guys know. this Things like this help us Uh, or allow us rather to take cases for a little bit cheaper, a little bit lower of a rate, right? So for a lot of these criminal cases, um, the more support that you guys show to us, the more we'll be able to help the community. I know that a lot of times people have cases that they want us to take and they don't, they can't afford, you know, some of the uh, higher priced attorneys. So this is one of those ways if you guys help support us that we can go in and, and take some of these cases at not such a high rate. So 
you guys, you know, support us, we'll support back. That's one thing that we wanted to talk about. Uh, the other thing that we wanted to talk about is we are looking for an intern and we are looking yes. for a secretary. Yes. So we are going to talk about <clears throat> um, some things that we are going to be looking for, things that we think would make a person a good fit for both an intern as well as a secretary. So let's start with the intern, guys. As far as an intern, what would you guys be expecting, hoping for? Uh, somebody that has a pretty strong inclination that they want to work in the law, right? Mm-hmm. Like not somebody that, that um, is just doing this um, for the hell of it because as J.J., is, I'm sure you're going to bring up, this is an unpaid internship that we're talking about, correct? That is correct. Right. Correct. So you're, you're, the, the value that you're going to receive from working here in this office with us is uh, experience, and it's something that you can use to to build as a foundation for what you want to do in your career legally. But we want you to have some interest in the subject matter that we're dealing with on a regular basis. Correct. Otherwise, it's not going to be interesting to you. You know, it's just not. It's just not. So if but if you know this is something that you want to do, conceivably, then this is the, the experience you're going to get is invaluable. Yep. And so that's I, what I want. I want somebody that wants to learn the law, wants to learn the legal process local or you know wherever but like somebody that's interested in in the topics i agree subject matter. and i mean ultimately for me a good intern just makes somebody who's driven and who really their focus is on learning right not necessarily anything else you almost want to treat this like a different an apprenticeship right if you're in school then you can't get any more valuable you know learning experience in my opinion than being in court or being at a law firm um, and that's truly really what I would look for in an intern, right? If you have to, one, in my opinion, either be thinking about going to law school, right? So in your later years of undergrad or you're already enrolled, right? A good time frame, in my opinion, if you're a first-year law student, an internship with us would be amazing, right? Absolutely. That's the year where internships are almost impossible for you to get, right? People assume you don't have that much knowledge of the law, but guess what? That's why we want you, right? Because we want you to learn, and that's what this whole point is. So for me, it's very simple. If you're in law school, or you're thinking about going, and you just have a drive to learn the law. We do specifically criminal and personal injury, right? Now, that incorporates a lot of areas, but that's what we do. If you're interested in those two things, right, and you have a drive, that's what I would be looking for. Okay, let me <clears throat> piggyback off that a little bit. Essentially, guys, our first prospect, right, like it uh, would be somebody who is in law school. If you are a 1L, a 2L, or you are about to take the LSATs, that kind of person is going to be who we're looking for for a number of reasons. First and foremost, because the school is going to be teaching you kind of how to think and act like a lawyer, right? That's what law school is essentially for, to teach you how to read all the crap that we read, (laughs) uh, teaches you how to talk like us, think like us. Um, And so there is the school way, And then there's the actual way that we practice. And so what you will be learning is you'll be learning from whatever school that you go to. And then you'll be actually learning how to implement those things here at this firm as we show you how everyday attorneys practice. Now, the reason why this is going to be an unpaid internship is because that is how almost all lawyers uh, start. Right. When you are coming from law school, you really don't know anything. You only know what you are being taught. And so. Essentially, the best way to get 
to make yourself valuable to any attorney is to gain experience. Any attorney will tell you, listen, once you know what you're doing and I can rely on you, that is where your value comes. Now, once when you're in law school, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to be taught things. You have to be taught how to go to court, what to say, when to say it, what research do you need to do. There are certain things that you just aren't going to get from a book and you just need to kind of go through the process. And once we no longer have to look over you, over your over your shoulder, once you become an attorney, that is when uh, hopefully we can start talking, okay, you're valuable to the firm. Now we can start paying you. So this is something that hopefully uh, if you're looking for, if you have, you know, goals or five-year goals, 10-year goals, and you're saying, you know what, I want to go to law school or I'm in law school and I'm thinking about even going out on my own or anything of that nature, this is step one for you Correct. as an internship position. We can teach you everything that you need to know. So if you're interested Dave's going to run a link again as to how you can contact us. Please reach out. Um, we would like to set that up as soon as possible. Correct. Um, <clears throat> moving on to secretary position. What do you guys look for in a secretary? This one's easy. For us, we specifically, I believe, we need somebody that can answer the phones and be in the office, right? Specifically nine to five. Um, and the majority of your work is secretarial work, right? Um, answering the phones. General things like that is what we really need, right? We need a lot of help with that. So for me, the most important thing is, one, you can get here. Two, you understand that it's in the office. Um, and three, again, we always need somebody who has a drive of learning, right? My guess is you're going to want to have experience either, you know, in some kind of professional office, right? Because dealing with clients, answering the phones, it's, it's a lot, right? But if you have that experience in any kind of professional office, then – you understand what you're getting into. And then really just a basic use of, you know, computers. If you have that knowledge, we can certainly make it work. Right. <clears throat> so a little bit more, I would say you absolutely need to have a working uh, understanding of Microsoft Word, of Outlook. You have to, yeah, you have Excel, to be maybe. able to type. Correct. Please, you know, at, you. I would suggest, I would hope that you'd be able to touch type. Um, I would hope that you're going to, be somebody that has a lot of patience. Sometimes our clients are not always the easiest to deal with. So if you are not in, uh, was it kind of the hospitality, sure. not hospitality, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if you're not good with people, it's if people the, upset you very quickly, this is not going to be the job for you. Correct. If you are quick to anger, if you have a short fuse, this is not going to be the job for you. If you are looking to become a millionaire over, this is not going to be the job. Okay. This is a, uh, I'd say anywhere from minimum wage to 12 to 13. Now, if you speak Spanish, Correct. we can talk a little bit more Correct. about the hourly rate. Correct. Um, Spanish is a... It's is definitely a, a plus. A big, yes. <laughs> big if you plus. speak Spanish, <clears throat> you live in this area, right? Um, I would suggest if you are in college and you're thinking about law school, this would be a good stepping stone Absolutely. because... Uh, while you may not know exactly where you want to go, if you're kind of teetering, answer our phones for about six months and you'll figure out if this is for <laughs> you or not. I Correct. promise. Correct. All right. So if you're if you're kind of not sure, if you're thinking, hey, I may want to go Westchester, that's a school that's right down the block. Yeah, we got a couple. So buildings. if you're in this area and again, you have to be able to get here. Our office is located at 73 
Chestnut Road, Paoli, PA, 19301. Yep. If you are more than, I'd say, 45 minutes and you don't have a car, this is going to be very, very hard for you to accomplish at the rate that we would be paying. So I don't, we don't want to waste anyone's time, and we don't want you wasting our time. So essentially, if uh, you think this is a good fit, call contact us, us contact us. Um, I think enough said about that. And before uh, we run to this, I actually wanted to uh, ask you guys to summarize, right, real quick, what you remember or what you take away from law school. Uh, <laughs> All right. Josh, we'll give you a minute because it's been a while. So yeah, you, you probably yeah, got, I was yeah. going to I got to go way back in, the memory, me, in the memory <laughs> bank. Sucks. You beat me to it. I was going to say, I'll go first because it's definitely fresher in my head. Yes, it um, is. And it could be anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always say this, right? And I do believe it. What I learned in law school is definitely invaluable, right? But what I learned is really what JJ just kind of said for the internship, right? I learned how to think like a lawyer, how to read like a lawyer, right? Because that, to me, is a huge part. On top of that, I learned that preparation is truly the only way to be good at what I do, right? And that's truly what law school taught me because – it was a change for me, right? I, I was out of school already. I was already working, you know what I mean? And I went back to school. So for me, you know, getting back in that mind frame was tough because I, I hadn't been there for six years, right? So learning that, you know, being prepared for class, reading, like that's for me. now. And I will jump right to the end. What it didn't teach me is what I do now, right? And I'll be the first to say that, right? I didn't have much trial experience, right? I didn't have much you know, besides the classes where we worked on one case the entire time and did a trial at the end, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all great. And it does give you a little insight. But for me, the most valuable part was getting my internship, right? The one, you know, that put me into court and and actually allowed me to say things and learn how to act in court, learn when to talk. So, you know, what I learned in law school was how to be a lawyer. And then I had to really teach myself how to actually do lawyering once I was done. Okay, I'll say (laughs) one thing that I remember about law school is for the first time being like every single day going into class except for uh, criminal law. And I can't remember, there was one that we also took the first year that I did okay with. Mm -hmm. Um, But every other time it was like going into class being scared like every single time because... (laughs) You never knew when the the like professor was gonna call on you, sure. and if you didn't like, all right. So each class, y'all know, would give you like the first year you get like forty pages per class. Yeah. Now because you don't know how to read like a lawyer, those forty pages can take you forever. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right? Correct, man. Like it could take you hours to read forty on your first year, and Absolutely. then times four. Absolutely. So like. And then usually you're like, okay, look, I got through 25. Like, it's not going to be a whole bunch of important stuff in the last 15. Like, I got to read another 40 of these other classes. But then walking into that room and having a professor call on you, out of, and they all like to cold call. They all oh, like to yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Love, tell us about the case. Right. And you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And that fear makes you never want to be, like, unprepared in the classroom. Correct. So then you spend all your time in the library trying to make sure you're prepared, which is like, man, what I spent for that first year and a half in terror of like, I have to read all this stuff. Yep. But you know I hate reading and you know I'm a slow reader. So like yeah. 
I, I will never forget the amount of hours I had to spend in the library just to get to where I want to be now. Correct. So that's one thing I, I remember about law school. Yeah, that sucked. The reading, the reading. <laughs> especially when it was um when it was a topic, and this goes back to what we were talking about, like what we want for for our interns. If it was a topic that I just had zero interest in, yeah, oh, it's yeah, hard yeah. to get through. Trying to read the case, I mean, God, what a gr- <clears throat> what a grind, man. Yep. Like, con law. F- f- yeah. See, uh, I love constitution. See, I love that. Con I was I loved reading that. Like, but like tax Ugh. and yeah. business administration. So, like, so for was me, such tax, a grind for me. Tax, business like, admin, and um. Like federal administration, you remember that? Like yeah, the I don't know if we, yeah. It, it, oh, what a sales and leases! <laughs> oh yeah, man, that I was like I didn't that have like, that, but I had property too. Contracts and property in general were just terrible. Yeah, I hate. I, so I hated those classes to begin with. On right. top of that, it was it, like you really had to stay on top of yourself to um, make sure you got through the material because mm-hmm. if you fell behind. Like those classes move so fast too. <laughs> like if you fell behind, like oh you, yeah. And so that, again, it's it's a lot of it's it, it teaches you load management. It teaches you stress management, and I think it teaches for me the big thing that I that I really improved on was my was writing. I mean, like the legal writing programs, especially where I went. Like I think you went through like what's Delaware mm-hmm. Law School now, but it was Widener. Um, the the writing requirements were really like you had to do. I think it, you maybe even had like four. Three, Four separate semesters I think we of had writing three. or something. Or was it three? I think three. Here's the good news. You but clearly was, did well in them. What? You clearly did well in them. Well, yeah. The but person it, sitting at this table who did well, there's actually two people sitting at this table who didn't do too well in them. And you're right. They were I was say, like, they I, were tough, man. Damn it. And they you had were. to think because you had to like a lot of the professors, like you had word counts. Absolutely. Like you could not use more than like 300 words to yeah, explain this. Correct. Point. Like, so that was, I still remember wow. that. I still remember those. It was, Having to sit and puzzle that out, like how the fuck am I going to explain this entire sit, this entire case summary? Yep. But I have to do it in like under three hundred words. Like that really taught me a lot. Yeah, the and writing. I still use that today. Like I'll still, if I'm writing a letter today or I'm writing a motion today, and I type something out, and I'm like, wait a minute, I could have just said that in four words. And I just, <laughs> yeah. and I just wrote fifteen. Correct. Like, delete, 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 delete. So that was a that was a huge thing for me. But to say what you were saying, you learned almost nothing about practical day-to-day law yeah, yeah no, like you are almost no. a zero yeah. a stone zero <laughs> correct i agree and like you could take all the all the trial like i took trial advocacy advanced trial advocacy like all that shit like the only thing i never teams, did which jj did like i never actually did a trial team right because mm-hmm. of who i am like i never had interest in like socializing i wanted to be a lawyer right and i was like i feel like these clubs here and again, I'm wrong. This is just me personally, but I felt like the clubs are too social, right? I was like, I don't want this isn't fun. I want to be in trial and I want you know what I mean? But- right. And I, I have to say the one thing that I do have to give some shout outs to is shout out to Gwen Stern, who was head of our trial team. Mm-hmm. Um your trophy's still up there, right? <laughs> yeah, it is right there. <laughs> Should have it on the table. Shout out to uh Roy Smith, who was the trial team coach, Mike Benz, Carla Wasco. They were dope attorneys who were like uh three L's I think when I was like a one L or two L mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of people who like looked out and gave me what I consider is like my beginning trial stages because I always had great trial attorneys to kind of like teach me what to do so sure. I never felt out of it and I got pulled so hard to the trial stuff that like I already kind of knew my writing was trash but the way that I could like do oral arguments, Correct. so overwhelmed everything else. I was like, eh, it doesn't matter. 
So I was getting like C's in writing, in my legal writing, mm. but your our oral argument made up for like 70% of the grade. And I was yeah. like, huh, okay, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. And then our teacher was like, she was like, you did a really good job, this oral argument. You should be on the trial team. Yeah, yeah. And I was go. like, trial team? No yeah. writing? Sign me up. Correct. Absolutely, man. And I think that's what I struggle with the most. Right? I wish I, we had I that. was like, what am I good at? Because I was like, I'm not good at writing, right? And I don't know if I'm good at trials like, because there's no practice. I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? Because I'm not good at this thing that they tell me I'm, I have to be good at like writing all the time. I'm like, and that's then, a, I think that's an interesting thing about the law is that it doesn't actually really matter what you're good at as long as you're good at something like and you have to find every single at. right every single part Absolutely. of the law can be used like even here right like yep. we all kind of have our different specialties which is why Josh looks at everything we write because exactly we're not, like we're just <laughs> right. but it shows you how a good team works like listen i'm never embarrassed to admit like if you're better at evidence or this part of a trial or cross examining whatever i do i'm going to ask you right if josh is better at writing i'm not embarrassed to be like hey man obviously i tried my best and now i need yeah. you to look at it you can't be you right? can't be cuz you're never going to put out your best product yeah, right and, and that it orally, all like with oral argument or with Correct. written more absolutely right and you're i'm mean, never gonna put out your best product even if, with him when if you're embarrassed practices. to ask for help or or for critique like you're never gonna absolutely so. so let's keeping on this i guess law school topics we'll move on to uh the supreme court and a pretty funny article right um well i say funny serious topic so i'll just give you a general quick rundown this topic we're going to be talking about just uh you know qualified immunity essentially with the police and how do we feel about it right and i have a Decent trash. article. Trash. That's how we feel about it. It's trash. <laughs> I have a good article that to kind of illustrate it. So the Supreme... Do you want to... Oh, I'm sorry. I was yeah. going to say, do you want to explain what qualified immunity is, or are you about No, no, to? I will. I will. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, this article's from yesterday, right? Um, and I'll just read the headline quick. The Supreme Court lets police officers avoid being sued after they arrested an Ohio man for making fun of the cops on Facebook, all right? <laughs> so now let me... Let me um, I'll break this down. Let's start with the guy who was arrested, okay? So from what I understand, he made a Facebook page, right? And he posed as the local police department in Parma, Ohio, okay? So that's the police department. His page had the same name, profile picture, and cover photo as the police department's official page, okay? Then he was able to basically make posts for 12 hours because it, you know, this article doesn't say, but I'm assuming they were reported and taken down by Facebook, Okay. But so I'll give you an idea. One post, they, they highlight a couple posts, but here, right, they announced a new hiring initiative for the police department and they strongly encourage minorities not to apply. Okay. <laughs> so, so then another post this is the hacked guy. Correct. This is the guy that hacked and it. another post warned local residents not to offer food, shelter, or money to homeless people. Right. So you guys get the idea. Okay. He made a you know, it's in jest, right? Yeah. Obviously, it's a parody account, and he was making fun of the police department, which, in my opinion, exists on Facebook all the time. Okay, great. The police department then charged the creator of the Facebook page right here under Ohio state law disrupting police operations. Okay, he was jailed for four days, um, and then after the process played out, he was later found not guilty. I okay. hope so. God. So... <laughs> Then here's the most important part. This is where we come in. This is the civil side, right? So then he sued the police department and the officers who arrested him, right? He argued that they violated his constitutional rights to free speech <laughs> and freedom from unreasonable searches and seizures, okay? So uh, on appeal, the Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit ruled that Novak couldn't sue the police, right, because they had qualified immunity. 
So that's the point of our discussion today, right? Because mm -hmm. the way that this works, we know this. I don't know our viewers do, okay? That decision was then appealed to the Supreme Court, right? Mm -hmm. The Supreme Court has every um, – it's in their control, right, whether or not they take a case, right? That's what I don't think people understand. Correct. So if the court grants you certiori, right, mm -hmm. is that not the official term? I'm just making sure I'm not speaking like an idiot. Yep. No, if they right. grant it to you, that means they will hear your case, okay? In this case, they did not. Right, they denied to hear the case, which means that the decision by the lower court stays in place. That it's the law. Now. That's the law, right? Yep. They cannot sue the police because of qualified immunity. Okay, so really, our discussion today, and one, you know, what do you guys think about this case? And then, really, just the overall topic, right? Qualified immunity, and just so everybody knows what it means, who's listening, it's essentially. A legal concept, right, that protects police from facing civil lawsuits over their actions while in uniform, okay? That's the basic of it, okay? Now, there's a little bit of history, and I'm not going to go too crazy with it. Here's all you guys need to know. The law was strengthened twice, right, by Congress, okay? So the way this played out was essentially, you know, um, the Supreme Court back in the 60s or 70s, I believe, rolled on a case that said police officers can be sued, right? So that's where we started, okay? Then as soon as that happened, just like everything else, all the fear-mongering started, right? Well, now that police officers can be sued, no one's going to want to call the police. No one's going to want to be a police. They're going to get sued all the time. So then Congress passed two separate laws, essentially you know, establishing what we now know as qualified immunity, right? So really the standard is, is you cannot sue police, right, unless their actions are in violation of state law, okay? So that's really the standard. That's what that means. So you can't necessarily just sue them under regular, you know, negligence, like if somebody right. hits you in a right, car, right, right. right? So that's there's a stepped-up standard to qualified immunity, which essentially to me sounds like you have to prove they broke the law in the course of their actions, Correct. okay? Um, for anybody listening, I'm sure you can understand already, or if you've heard this topic, it makes it almost impossible to sue police. Right. That's really not I don't want to say impossible. It makes, it, makes it, extremely, it very hard. Extremely difficult. Right. It has yes. to be a clear cut case generally where you can show that what they did, you know, they had intent to do it essentially. Right. They broke a law. OK. Um, so I'll start with Josh because mm -hmm. he's the civil guy. And because right? he is the police protector. <laughs> what right. do you think of qualified immunity of, you know, just at its current state? Do you think it's do you think it needs to be changed? Let's start there. Yeah, I mean, of course, it needs to be changed, but I, I think there's there are there are there are a lot of exceptions to it as well, and each state has their own exceptions and their own like. So again, if you if I don't want people to think like if you're if you're driving down the road and a police officer rear ends you in a via in a in a police department issue vehicle and he's on duty, you can still you can recover from that. Like you can sure. still file a claim for person you know for an injury for a personal injury as a result of. Even his neg even the police officer's negligent actions in the operation of the motor vehicle, um, I mean, they have restrict like there are restrictions to like you have to have a certain number level of injury mm -hmm. where it has to be permanent or something like that. But they but it doesn't mean like these guys can just go around and just crash their cars into people and not have to. I mean, like I don't want it to sound like it's the wild west. I understand. So there are there are restrictions to it, um, but as it relates to this particular situation, I, I mean, I the the whole situation is extremely unfortunate. I mean, it's just a yeah. This guy's really funny and he's doing really funny stuff and and he was arrested obviously maliciously just to try to get back at him or to shut it down and yeah. um 
he should have some type of legal recourse against the police department if he can show, um, you know, some level of of either intent or something on behalf of their like the case should be allowed to go through the whole discovery process. And I don't know where they stopped it. Like I don't know if it so was I went all the way to verdict and then I, it was appealed or, or I what? believe but, it got thrown out on summary judgment. There you go. I believe that's how we ended up here. So so. And here's what I'll—I'm uh, going to throw it to JJ, but yeah, I agree with. Here's what I'll say. You know, I don't want to make it sound like you can't sue police either. So I. But the, I, so just so we understand, everybody, yeah, yeah. summary judgment means it never got to a jury. Correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want our viewers to understand that, like a judge <laughs> ruled prior to the case going to the jury that the plaintiff, and in this case, the guy that was arrested for for doing this parody account, that the plaintiff could not meet his evidentiary burden and there was zero chance that a jury could find that he did. correct yeah. like it's power like to take a case and 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 rule it and, and throw it out on summary judgment is it's got to be pretty overwhelmingly slanted towards the defense and yeah yeah it's the point i'm trying to make and like that judge said there's no way you could prove this case yeah. no way and that's where i think and that's why i'm going to throw it to jj because the problem that i think that i always have with this is uh -huh. I do understand that if a police officer, you know, hit, let's say they're in a high speed chase and they are being negligent and they hit you, right? And they shouldn't have been traveling at 150 miles an hour to chase somebody. I get that, right? And it tends to be those are the easy cases, right? Like, yeah, you can't do that. And qualified immunity doesn't protect you, right? It's when we flip over to cases like this, right? Where we believe they either prosecuted you maliciously, which, you know, it's hard to. That's exactly what this is. It's exactly mm -hmm. what this is, right? It's retaliation. Mm -hmm. And the problem that I always have is. Just like Josh is saying, right? These cases tend to just stop, right? Because oh, well, the law says you can't sue them, right? Well, well it's because the judge <laughs> covered it up. So um, now you tell us how you feel. Sorry, I just wanted to, you know, what do you think? <laughs> let's let's keep it narrow, right? I understand they can get sued. You think it should be changed regarding the cases that we deal with in a case like this? Yes, it should be changed. That is crap because <laughs> essentially. Here's the way I see this. So a regular a regular citizen made fun of the police. Correct. He created this account to troll them. Yes. Right? And said some really funny <clears throat> shit. Right. <laughs> he he was successful and he hurt their feelings essentially. And and but I'm not cutting you off just so you know. This the reason that this is so popular is the onion wrote a brief. You know how the onion so is I, Yeah, I, I sorry. Saw it. And I, so you're 100% right. Like he's a regular citizen doing right. what people do. So now that the police officers got their feelings hurt, right? <laughs> yep. They did, they went to a district attorney. I don't know how uh, their state works. I don't know how the county works. Maybe they went to a district attorney. Maybe they're at a place where the police can just file charges. Either way, somebody looked at a crime, knew it didn't fit, yeah. and charged him anyway. Correct. To which he spent four days in jail. So I'm also kind of sick and tired of people pretending that, like, just because we send people to jail for a little while, yeah. that doesn't change their lives. They're not affected. Like, I'm not trying to go to jail for 24 hours. Exactly. At all. Mm -hmm. I don't like having to go there when I have to visit people. But right. I understand that is my job. I and only go in there because I know I'm leaving. Because we get to leave. Exactly. <laughs> Always. But, like... For us to suggest that, hey, look, well, he only spent four days in jail, but he, he spent four days in jail under the guise of they knew that they couldn't prove what they said he was guilty of. Or A district attorney should have shot. known that. And for them to be playing with someone's freedom, absolutely, they should at least, at the very least, 
get to go in front of a jury and let that jury say whatever it is because when the roles are reversed there are tons of crappy cases that go to jury where the commonwealth has almost no evidence correct so the fact that we actually throw out cases like we throw out cases at summary judgment i'd be willing to bet at a higher rate than we do prelims yeah, I mean it's rare though. Let me. I want to. It's ask rare Josh, that we throw out prelims. But I want to ask Josh. Yeah, prelims like, at the very beginning of the process. A summary judgment's at the very end. So yeah. you've had summary judgment. You've developed all the evidence in the case. You've deposed every single witness that you have to depose, and a judge is still saying. Let me ask you this, Josh. No, the decision by the judge on this, right? Is I'm assuming that this has nothing to do with the facts, and it's purely legal, which is why the judge can decide this. Yeah, it, yes. he's ba- yeah. It's not an issue of because it's it not an, an issue, issue of fact. If it's right? it's not an issue of credibility. He's basically saying because you can't have a trial just by depositions. Like you've got to have yeah, a trial yeah. where there's a where there's, where's a where a fact finder actually sits in judgment of Correct. all the facts. What this judge is saying is that you plaintiff you can't legally prove negligence or liability on behalf of the state or behalf of these cops. So I'm not it's gonna a let prelim. I'm but not gonna let a jury hear it's a, it's it's essentially a prelim. No, no, I understand. Right? That, like, it's but essentially, not, I mean, it, no, it, it is not right? even close. But, but isn't yeah. it isn't it essentially saying you haven't met even if everything you're saying is right, right? Mm-hmm. You can't meet your prima facie case. And because of that, I'm throwing it out. Because you're not you actually can't meet the level that we're saying. You can't make your case. Well, he, but he has to give the judge in that case has to give every single inference and every single to the to the people that didn't file it, right? To the plaintiff in this case, right? I, What's I the burden on the comp? So the, it's a total, you're, you're, the burden is totally flipped. The, but the point is the same. The point is to try and keep out sort cases of. that really can't legally get there, right? Correct. The point of the prelim is to look at the evidence and say, even if it's all correct, you still wouldn't be able to prove your case. So I'm throwing this out because essentially you'll never be able to get there. It's the same point of the summary judgment, but here's, which is like, hey, look, I'm looking at everything. And even if you go to the jury, like you don't have enough evidence to actually get there. So I have to throw this out. So here's my here's my real question. I don't necessarily I don't believe they were deciding whether or not there was enough evidence on this case. Right. That was my question. I believe this was a summary judgment based on the fact that you don't have standing to sue. Right. right, because hmm. you can't. So I That's guess what this says, that, and that is more of my question, right? So the, let me break this down a little more. I guess, right? The fact that you don't, that you can't meet this standard, right, is only ever left up to the judge, right? So you can't go to a jury and be like, "Here's why we met this standard," right? That's kind of what I'm asking. Is that? No, yeah, it's the because the jury's going to have a different, a when, different. When you present it to the jury, it's a totally different. Like they they have to it's preponderance of the evidence and it's again I assume it is in Ohio yeah, I, but, yeah. but but if it was Pennsylvania it would be preponderance of the evidence the the the, the summary judgment motion is basically like is um, just so it's kind of like the legal it's kind of like the civil's version of beyond a reasonable doubt like yeah, it's basically saying like under no circumstances could you, you could you get this could you case? get this burden right? right and then my so I guess I'm just asking the question the wrong way because like here's and you're because you're telling me the correct answer for what I'm asking. It never gets to a jury, right? It's not a part of the factual decision whether or not you get over this burden. That's what I'm saying, right? So it's always up to the judge whether or not you can actually sue the police department. Yes. Right? Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. so that's why I think <clears throat> this, you know, these cases, that's why I always think it's a problem, right? Because that is an easy way out always for cops. They never, you know, the case never gets heard by regular people. 
And that's what I hate, right? It stops with the judge. It always stops with the judge. Um, but again, we're talking about the civil. We're not. He was acquitted, apparently. Oh yeah, in, no, in this criminal. is all civil. Right. But so it this is all with civil. The judge, though, is what I'm saying. Yes, the judge yeah. stopped the case. Yeah. Which again is ex we talked about. It's extremely rare because judges don't want to get appealed. Yeah, they don't want to write. Correct. They I don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want their decisions appealed, especially all the way up to the Supreme, Supreme Court, Court. <laughs> where the Supreme Court is going to be looking at my rulings. Correct. I'm going to say, you know what? It's 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 this it's it's so close. We're gonna let a jury. Which leads me to believe so, that it's so. It's got to be so entrenched. overwhelming for a judge to be like, no, no way. This is we're not doing a trial on this. No way. Because nine times out of ten, a judge is gonna say, you know what? You guys pick twelve, and they'll figure it out. Yeah. And because here's I'm not getting appealed on this. I mean, here's the one. I last feel like that's what they should have done. That, yeah, yeah. Pro you're probably right. And here's especially the one. in a case like this. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. You know, this like, like any time. This is why to me the system doesn't have credibility it is not always the result it's how it looks and how you get there is very important because i am just sick and tired of us as the system bending over backwards to protect an entity that is outwardly corrupt correct right and here's what i'll say we this case that i picked was <clears throat> for two reasons one it's not as egregious as a lot of cases we know right so I'll give you an idea. That's why I hate that there's never never tends to be an in-between. If the cops kill somebody, it's no one even asks questions. Of course they could be sued, right? If the cops hit you in a car, no one asks questions. If they meet these, yeah, they could be sued. It's the in-between, right? It's always these in-betweens where it's like, well, they were just acting in the course of their job. You kept somebody locked up for two years in the course of your job, knowing that you could never prove these charges, but I can't sue you, right? Like, that's insane, right? So I hate, and to give the viewers an idea, just with... Um, with Nichols, right? The case that just happened, like the a case like this, if they're found not guilty at trial somehow, then the then the family can't sue because they didn't break a law, right? Even though we saw the video and we saw him get smashed in the face a thousand times and kicked in the ribs, if a criminal jury found them not guilty, what law did they break? They were just doing their job as police officers. I mean, it doesn't preclude them from filing. No, but they could file. But a judge, make, it definitely makes it a lot harder. Right? A judge, I get your point. If we follow the law, I mean, a judge should potentially throw it out. Right? They didn't break a law. Uh, yeah, but it's a different burden. But it's now. A still yeah, and it's and you get you still can totally bring burden. the evidence in. Right? Sure. And but and there is clear evidence that they did break the law. So like, but it's still hard. I, I, it, right. would, it makes you having a hoops. conviction makes it much easier, right? Correct. It's probably going to settle if you have an actual conviction. You're right, and but I don't think the conviction is admissible. And anyway, that's a different. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right there too. No, no, you're right. It's you're not. Right. That's a different topic. Let's not go be. in the weeds though. Legally. Got you. And here's all I want to end it on because I didn't know this, right? And I found this out. I'm not sure if you guys knew this, but the George Floyd Justice and Police Act, right? I've always heard people talk about it, politicians, Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. I never knew what the substance was, right? Like Because they never tell you. They just keep saying, pass it, pass it. One of the big parts of this bill was restricting qualified immunity, right? Which I think is important. Now, I don't know what that means, right? I didn't look into it. I don't it, know either. Right? The article just says restricting, but here's all I'm saying, guys. It Look into it, and it's something you should be concerned about, right? Um, and if that law does actually restrict it in a way that makes sense, right, that makes it better, then I don't understand why we wouldn't support it, right? I'm guessing the only people against this are police unions and people who lobby for the police, right? So look into it, figure it out for yourself. Didn't pass the Senate, though. Well, of course not, you know. Yeah. It passed the House, right? But it won't pass the Senate because it's just too close and whatever. That's what I mean. You look into it. You tell your politicians what you want. Yeah, I mean, I think, mm -hmm. when, I think <laughs> out of all the uh, ideas that I've ever heard on how to fix or, or – you know, what to do about our police issue in this country. 
taking away qualified immunity and giving these making these police officers like carry their own basically malpractice insurance is one of the best ideas I've ever heard in my life. I believe it would work. Um, I believe that it would it would solve a lot of issues. Think about this: if police officers actually had to carry malpractice insurance the same way we do, or, or doctors, doctors do, yep. any other professional has to do, right? Because we all know that certain professions deal in high stakes life, Correct. right? So, like whether you want to or not, as an attorney, if you mess up, there are big, big stakes on the line. If you're a doctor and you mess up, people could die, Correct. right? And if you're a police officer and you mess up. People can die. We know that, right? This doesn't mean that we have to pretend that all the police are evil or right. all, like, nobody believes that all attorneys are evil or all doctors are evil, but mistakes happen. Things happen, exactly. And it's sometimes they're says. not even mistakes. Sometimes there are just bad people who Correct. get into professions and do bad things. And if we don't have insurance to help those things out, why would they even care? A lot of these these police officers are doing things like this because they have nothing to fear. I agree. Now that they're starting to be sued, now that they're actually going to jail and then being sued, I think that's actually a good thing for the system because now I'm not sure if I was a police officer, white or black, that I would be so like confident that I'm not going to go to jail if I kill somebody. Like yeah, the, and that helps. I mean, it, uh -huh. it's all about accountability, right? And if you know that you're going to have to take accountability for your actions, that's kind of what this all boils down to. It's not that I want to see police end up paying money, which is my money anyway. Right. It comes from the taxpayers, right? <laughs> yep. Which is what we all should care about. If we, mm -hmm. if we have to sue them, you're paying us. Or Correct. I'm paying ourselves, <laughs> right. which is insane. Right, but the whole idea of accountability—that's all we're asking. This goes in front of normal people on a jury. People get to hear it. It's in public. You did this. Answer for it. Don't hide behind a summary judgment ruling. Guess what? If the jury doesn't think it was bad enough, then you'll get off. Right? That's what you tell any criminal defense. We tell anybody. Right? If you believe in your case and you didn't do anything, go ahead. Right. Tell your story, and then like, tell them. Furthermore, why if this goes, and you know that you cost the city or whatever, whoever's idea this was to arrest this man, <clears throat> make them have to say in front of whoever, a judge or a jury, why did you go arrest this man? What did you at what did he do? What crime did he commit? Correct. Let's hear from them their story. Yep. Let's put that to the test. And then from there, if it's if it's crap and that it costs them whatever amount. And also I think the other thing it does is uh, you know, it essentially it's gonna be harder for them to keep their job, right? If they're costing their their uh policy a lot of money Correct. or your insurance goes way up and right you can't it's like this guy covered. has a whole lot of uh complaints that probably is going to be something that's going to go into his his premium the insurance company's not so i just think that is probably a good way to make the individual police officers have their own insurance Correct. the same way that every other profession does that is a profession and they need to be watched which they, need they to would be insured and to be clear which they would only need if they didn't have qualified <laughs> immunity right Right. Like, if you take away this thing barring them, then responsibly you should have some insurance, right? Just in case something does happen and you can be sued. And then, you know, I'm not going to keep belaboring because I agree a million percent. So I, I do want to end because Josh brought up a good point, and I never want anybody to think something. So just quick, if you know somebody, right, or if you believe you've been wronged by police, don't take that as you can't sue. You shouldn't talk to somebody, right? Absolutely. You call us. I did not. I don't ever want you to make the decision. I don't want you to think that you even have to think about that. If you believed you were wrong or something happened to you, someone you know, friends, you call us, call a lawyer who handles this, right? 
We'll look at it. We'll tell you. We'll work it. That's the whole point, right? So don't think that you shouldn't talk to somebody about it is all I want to say. Yep. There's exceptions to every exceptions to every rule. And we just and we covered a couple of them. So like I said, if it's not like they it's not like they get off forever, you know, they're you can hold them accountable for for Correct. certain negligent acts that cause physical damages. So now we'll move on. Um because JJ sent me this video and showed it to me, and it was great. So I'm going to let oh, him I take it. about this. Yeah, I'm going to let him take it because it's always <laughs> something we're talking All about. Right. Are you able to – you're going to be able to play it? Yes, sir. For those? Okay. Yep. All right. So, Josh, I don't think you've actually seen this, right, this video. So I'm going to let – Probably not. Play it. <clears throat> so Josh can take a look. All right, guys. So and... watch this video, and then we'll talk about it. For those of you not watching, uh, JJ will describe it. All right, guys, so what we just watched, this was a video sent to be by one of my cousins. Again, shout out. He wanted us to talk about it. So here it is, Alex. Listen up. <laughs> um, essentially what happened is there is a young lady who's getting into her car. People are yelling. Um, a young man walks up to her while she seems to be sitting in her car. Um, and as she's attempting to drive away, it seems as though he swings on her. Not sure if he hits her or not. You can't really see it. Uh, from there, he drops something. You can't see what he drops, but he goes to pick that up. After he goes to pick that up, he walks back to her car, to the driver's side. You hear about, I'd say, three, maybe four gunshots. Yeah, it's very quick. And then you see uh, the young man fall to the ground and the driver pull away. That's the end of the video. Then it loops back. Um, so the question that I was sent, you know, uh, essentially said is that, is this self-defense? This is clear self-defense, blah, 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 blah. Yep. <clears throat> so I guess I always like to start Team Josh because we always are on opposite <laughs> <laughs> sides of the fence. So, Josh, you just saw the video. What are your thoughts just can generally? You, can I watch it one more time? Yeah, sure. of course. So the only prop, the, uh, yeah, I mean, I my first instinct is that it's uh, that it's self-defense. My only problem with it is when he falls down and drops the thing and he's on the ground and she starts to pull away like she stops. So then she re and then she like reinitiates the like she could have just kept driving away at that point and probably extinguished the entire situation. Um, so I think that's where the prosecution's going to go after her and be like you could have you could have deescalated the entire thing by just driving away but you stopped and you went back. So can I jump in? Because Here's the best part. I watched this. You showed me a week ago, I think. And I watched it, and I said, damn, that's so close, but it's self-defense, right? It's so close, but it's self-defense. Here's the messed up part. Not until that second time that Josh watched it, I had the same thought he did. I didn't notice that. And I agree. What? I'm now on your side. She has a serious problem. I agree. Right? I didn't really notice that he falls down and the car moves, which means at that point, unfortunately... You have a duty to retreat when you're in public if you can safely. Mm -hmm. And that car, in my opinion, listen, it it's just I'm not I don't know. I'm not gonna jump to conclusions, but she seems like she could have driven away instead of stopping. And then whatever happens, then he gets shot. That's a problem. 
That's why I'm going to leave it for now and see where we go. Did, but she, that's rever did she reverse it? I don't think no, so. But if she reversed it, then, she's in, then there's no, no way. She but it doesn't look like it, but here's how I see it. So the first things first, guys, is the very first thing I want you to understand is that th what we're talking is hypothetical, right? Under no circumstances do I wish, hope that anybody mm -hmm. is ever in these circumstances, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like if you can never get away. You need to get away first, okay? Like self-defense is not something that you should be looking for. Looking for. You, if you can think, oh, I, I'm just defending myself, you're probably not. Correct. Like Self-defense is meant when, when your brain has no time to think, when there is nothing left to do but kill or be killed. If there's anything else that you can do, you're probably wrong for killing. <clears throat> with that being said, it's kind of where I come down with this, right? Like I, I almost never start. With it was self defense. Mm -hmm. The because I know no prosecutor is ever going to start there. The first thing a prosecutor is going to do is say, "How could this person have gotten away?" Correct. So that's where I start. How could this person have gotten away? So from the video I'm looking at, obviously I agree with you guys. Like it's she's in the car, so she has the upper hand. She can always drive away, in my opinion. Yep. Car's got to be in drive. There's a, a couple of things that probably need to happen. Now, what I would suggest that pulls her probably a little bit closer, and I want people to understand <clears throat> this is because we are attorneys. So we are <laughs> – this is us looking at a video okay. and trying to pull apart what we're seeing. This is not a how to get away with murder, okay? That is not what this is about. There's only <laughs> one way to get away with murder. Don't do you it. You want to – exactly. That's it. <laughs> yeah, Be innocent. That is the only way – and even then – that ain't always going to yeah, get you that. Like, even so then, like, you may yeah, still yeah. go down. Exactly. Your so best like, shot at getting out of a murder, don't do don't it. Don't do the murder. That is the best way how to get away with murder is to be innocent. <laughs> Correct. With that being said, the, the thing that I would kind of take apart in this video, and you could probably play it one more time, mm -hmm. is she gets hit, right? So he, he punches her as she pulls off. Which, in my <sighs> opinion, probably tells her brain, like, oh, like, wait a minute. So that what just happened? Right. Like after you get punched in your face, I don't anticipate that. Like, so let, let's watch this one more time. And I think the way it goes is she gets hit and then it kind of like the car kind of stops for a second and then he catches up. All right. So he already opened her door up. Correct. So I'm going to, I'll talk. So he is the aggressor at this point. I'll He's talk through the with you. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you a million percent. She, aggressor. So punt, okay, wait. Her brain. Okay. Now he's walking back. Cool. Nah. Mm. It seems as though she stopped and waited for him, though. <laughs> like it, right? And she opened the door. She no, he Which is my other problem. No, he no, opened the, the second door. time she The did. second time she opened it, I She's, think. She opened it again? Let's watch. Yeah. We have to see, guys. Yeah, this so is how. <laughs> it, this is the problem, though, and I'm going to give you the speech after. This is the problem with these kind of things. Right, so she's in the car, the door. doors closed, right? He opens. he opens the door. He reaches in. And this is for our listeners, doing right? Something. He's doing something. They're yelling. He then Punches swings, her. right? He drops okay, something. Door closed. Doors yeah. closed. She opens the door and shoots. Yeah, yeah, she opened the door in order to shoot at him. Yep. Right? But with him getting back up, with him falling, getting back up to grab something. Something, right? And walking towards her. Is that not reasonable enough that she felt fearful for her so life? So this is the part that always, like, and this is the part, I know Josh <clears throat> probably going to say this too. The thing, if I'm a prosecutor on this case, I need to know what he dropped. Probably his phone. Right, and if it was his phone, and, and 
I don't know where I come down on this is what I'm saying. And for anybody listening, this is why we always tell you never like this is not cut and dry. She may have a problem, right? Just of how we watched it and described she has it. Multiple to, problems. Right. The fact that she could have gotten away is going to be a question asked. Why didn't you just drive away? Now, if her answer is I was scared, he just hit me, I thought he had a weapon. We don't know, right? We don't know these things. It could have made her not driving away more reasonable, right? Sure. But then whipping open that door when he's running at you, again, you're going to have a lot of questions to answer, right? Like you have to be in reasonable fear. If he doesn't have a weapon, I understand he's bigger than you. He can attack you, but your door was closed, right? You opened it. May, effectively giving him a shot to get back at you if you wanted, except you never let him get close and you shot him. My guess, though, is that they probably, when he leans in and hits her, she's probably reaching for the gun, which he sees. I would assume, because that was too quick. I was exactly. going to say that. Like the, the gun had to gun be very had accessible. to be close, yeah. Because right. otherwise, if it was like in a glove box, she wouldn't have been able to get there no, that fast. That so, so that makes me think that, like, whatever they were fighting. I also want to know what, what this fight how it started sure. were they fighting over is this drug related is it not drug related they're at a gas station but she's not at a pump yeah so like how did this start yep. that's gonna be important um is this gun registered that's gonna be sure. important oh, yeah. like there are a lot of other things that she's gonna have to answer before we can even get to self-defense correct but you know she's got problems she man. has a lot of this video is not clear-cut self-defense to where I would just take this into the DA and be like, hey, drop Here's the charges. Exactly. She's innocent based off this video. Absolutely not. And this is why we always tell people, you know, I. it's funny. I'm, I actually showed you the comments on an article from back home, right, where somebody shot uh, a woman who was slashing his tires. And then he got arrested. Oh, yeah, yeah, Right? And this yeah. is, and just, I, I never comment on social media just because of the barrage of junk <clears throat> that you'll get, even <clears throat> if you just say something, right? Even as an expert, by the way, like, hey, I'm a criminal defense lawyer. Here's <laughs> here's what I think happened, and this is what the law says, right? But it's funny, just by doing that, a majority of people were like, we're castle doctrine, bro. Like, someone touches your stuff, you can shoot them. And I was just like, okay. So wrong. I did my best to just <laughs> I did wrong. I just did my best to put the law up there and I was like guys in in Pennsylvania while you can call it the castle doctrine great all those but there's an actual law right and if you're in your house it's different than if you're in public right and it's different if it has to do with property and your yeah. personal safety right so this is what I mean like listen she has a right to make sure she doesn't get killed right but you also have duties of yourself which people don't understand I think it's <clears throat> it is very important that people start understanding that there is a there is a actual difference between self defense and revenge. Yes. Like now they can go kind of hand in hand where people like to conflate them and say like, "Hey, well you don't understand. I was defending myself. He punched me in my face." Correct. Like okay, okay, but when he punched you and turned around and walked away, yeah, you shot that, him in the that back. was over, right? Yeah. Like yeah. as much as people don't like to use the police guys, the police actual job isn't to stop crime. It's not that's not their like if they get around to it, great. Wonderful. Their job is to actually investigate, yep. ask questions and bring it into court so that we can convict people based off of their work. So if someone hits you, if someone shoots at you, if someone stabs you, if someone does something, rape, anything, right, your job is not to then retaliate in self-defense. 
because that will be called revenge. Correct. And you will go to jail. You will be prosecuted by somebody. Maybe. Just like this. <laughs> Not like him anymore. But right. somebody who will be playing the prosecutor's role who's going to look at these things and say, okay, I understand that you may have been angry or you may have, you know, they may have hit you. They may have, you know, raped your significant other, whatever the case may be. You cannot play the role of Batman because Batman goes to jail. Batman, no, 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 no. But Batman should go to jail. <laughs> you guys what? already did a podcast on that, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Never forget our other podcast where we told you Batman, his ass should be in jail, even though they're great movies. At the very least, he should have some kind of insurance. <laughs> <laughs> right. Correct. Right? You he can't needs, fi- if he if, if he's chasing somebody yeah. and he crashes into your car. If you don't have vigilante insurance, then what the, you know? Come well, you on. gotta. Whoa. You that can't call be, State Farm and be like, "Yo, my car's total." My, Batman hit yeah, it. My rock. I got hit by a rocket ship. Yeah. Not even like no. they blow. You gotta be like, able to go he, straight to Batman. He insurance. runs over like buildings, yeah. and, like with his car. That's what I mean. Like, there's all kinds you of got damage the mayor that calling Batman all causes. Like, listen, man. He so a rocket blew up the uh, up the skyscraper. Yeah, we need to file a claim. But anyway, before we get way off topic, I mean, yeah, right. That's that's. I think we're we're gonna try to do another one of like self defense versus revenge, right? Like things that are right on the line, and we'll just debate. I I know our one plan too is to find more videos like this, and they're rare because listen, there's usually not videos of people getting shot for a reason, right? Because we don't put those things willingly on the internet. If you guys have situations or videos that you run across on social media make sure you tag us and we'll talk about them absolutely okay that's like our favorite thing to do man disclaimer 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 we are not suggesting that anybody goes out here and creates these crazy ass videos okay do not go shooting at people do not go yes if something (laughs) if you run across a video you can send it to us but if we find or believe that you are creating these situations we are not going to discuss them because that is not what we want no and to shore this up, right, this is why all I'm going to end on is this. You heard three lawyers sitting here who watched a video where almost a majority of people always will say that's self-defense, right? And you heard exactly what we said. None of us are really convinced yet that it's self-defense based on that video, right? That should scare you because that means it's easily debatable between prosecutors, defense attorneys, judges, everybody in the legal field, which means you will get arrested potentially, and then you have to defend yourself against murder. That's what you're. That's what people don't think about. Right. Let me. The last yep. thing I'll end on this, guys, is to actually understand the way the process works. So, self defense is what we call an affirmative defense. So what that means is that yes, you were guilty of the crime. However, the law has written in affirmative defenses that even though you're guilty, we're going to say you're justified in what you did. The only way to get there is to ask a judge or a jury or to have a district attorney agree with you. The district attorney will almost never just agree. No. It is almost always not a, a question case. for not a exactly. Case. If you agree, then why would you charge? Them? <laughs> Correct, exactly, and that's the truth. Right. Exactly, that's which, the truth. Which means that the process is going to be: you kill someone, Correct. then you go to jail, <laughs> then you tell your attorney, "Hey, I did this in self-defense." Then you sit in jail for about a year if you're in the counties, two years a year and a half if you're in certain counties, and two to four if you're <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> you serve a state waiting yep. for. Yep a jury trial to even happen so that you can go take a chance and tell your story. So before you start thinking, hey, look, I did this in self-defense and I'll be out tomorrow, mm, it don't work like that. No, Josh hit that right on the notes too, man. Don't, because we hear this all the time. 
I didn't do it. I shouldn't be as a self-defense. Well, listen, if, if the prosecutor thought that, you wouldn't be sitting there, right? right. They wouldn't have charged you. End of story. So the last thing we're going to end on since we uh, we actually recorded one of these guys uh, a couple <laughs> days ago. It got messed up, so we had to do it again. But I want to end giving the Eagles their props. Oh, yeah. This we is, haven't done this is our first Yeah, since the Super okay. Bowl. So That's true. Uh, Unfortunately, the Eagles did not win the Super Bowl. They lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, like I was saying, like we talked about a couple days ago, I want to give them a shout-out because I've always, since I went over to the Saints, you know, since my uncle got drafted to the Saints, um, I've enjoyed giving Eagles fans and the Eagles players, like, a bunch of crap. But I have to give them credit where it is due. They lost a very tough game, in my opinion, as an attorney – I think a great analogy to that game was they went all the way. They did openings. They did basically all the way to closings. They had a great trial. And in the last minute and a half, the judge made a ruling (laughs) that, like, basically ended the game. Yeah. And it made it seem as though this great game got kind of, like, washed out by one bad ruling. And even though it was a really, really good game, that was a really tough way for the Eagles to lose. I didn't hear a single Eagles player make any excuses. I didn't hear a single Eagles player say anything except uh, the one guy admitted, hey, look, I did hold him. Yeah. That's on me. Uh, Jalen Hurts was like, listen, we'll be back. No no excuses. Yep. And A.J. Brown even stepped up and <clears throat> took um, the cornerbacks uh, back on social media and was saying, listen, you know, you guys won, but you don't need to be making fun of, you know, our player. Like, we'll, we'll be back, blah, blah, blah. So that's – shout out to them. It's not always easy to take an L. And as a defense attorney, believe me, I know about taking Ls at the largest stage. So for them to take that and to take it in class, I got to give them hats off to the Eagles and their organization. Nah, it was a tough one to take. Uh, I'll, I'll end on the positive. At least we still have the Sixers, but based on our track record in Philly, they're going to make the championship and lose like every other sports team in the city. Um, congrats, Mac McClung, some white dude that I <laughs> literally told JJ about two days before the dunk competition who could jump out of this world. And then all of a sudden he shows up and apparently he can. It's, it's insane. So we have a lot of positives in Philly and the Eagles will be back. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, tough game, man. They um, <laughs> they played their asses off, but you got to play a uh, you got to play a perfect game to beat to beat the Chiefs to beat Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you got to play Pat. a perfect game. It's true. It's true, man. I mean, you're talking about the probably the greatest quarterback ever. Um, and the Eagles played a perfect game, except for like, I don't even. I mean, yeah, ten seconds. I ten guess. seconds. I guess maybe. ten seconds. <laughs> I mean, the second half you can debate like you yeah. know the, some of the calls and stuff in the, the second half, the but only, they had it, man. They the they had it. Great only game. thing I want is that I want the NFL to look at this and tell their refs, unless it is like a kind of call that uh, the Saint that they blew for the Saints that yeah. pass interference. Like the last two minutes, you only need to make serious egregious calls. I was going to say this is where the players need to take it, like. Everybody who's arguing, all the fans, I feel like a good debate comes from a fair chance, right? If both sides had a fair shot, then both sides get to debate. Hey, well, we saw this, right? Yep, yep. But to make the game come down to your call, yeah, it sucks. It just makes it, yep. it makes it kind of like the argument is, well, if they didn't call this, then X, Y, Z. And there was so much time left, like a minute and a half in football. 
is an eternity of plays. Yeah, ask anyone who's ever played Tom Brady. <coughs> right. More than enough time to lose immediately. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody in the world wanted to see, I, I believe, like, okay, they get that stop. They go up three, I think we all assume. And then uh, they get their shot. They get, they get the ball back. Jalen Hurts get gets shot. the ball back. Yeah. You and never like, know, but yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, the, I, you like, just never that's know. That's all they the headline, the headline the next day cannot be about refs. Yeah, the right. day after the Super Bowl, the headline's got to be yeah. Mahomes was, you know, Hurts played great. Like all these guys played great. It came down to the last play of the game. And Absolutely. it was the, the headline can't be Eagles feel cheated because of fucking Phantom, you know? Like <laughs> right. you can't have that. You right. just, I, so I agree with you 100%. I mean, but it, to say that one thing was the whole, I mean, you know, right? Because Hurts fumbled in the first half, and they ran it back for a touchdown. Right. Like, there were so many other plays yeah, that happened yeah. that, like, you just let let the I, game play itself out. Yeah, I agree. Right? Which is why good for the Eagles not putting it on the one thing. Allow your fans to make the incorrect argument for you, which is what we're doing. We're <laughs> going like the correct call was made on the field. Everybody says that it was a hold. Even the ex players are like, "Listen, this was a hold." Yep. So yep. I'm not going to debate whether it was or not. I'm debating as just like a fan of the game who didn't want to see it in this way. And I'm not even trying to really talk to anybody except the owners. Like, owners, you guys have to actually they have the control, right? and say, we don't want our product to end. Like, every year, we want the winner to be determined on the field. If Correct. it's egregious, we will come down. Like, in the last two minutes, if we don't all agree, then it ain't getting called exactly. type thing. Call it down from the booth. <clears throat> right. Call it down from the top. Otherwise, Throw that flag. it ain't coming down. It's so bad. We saw it up here. Throw the flag. Right. So I, I, that's what I would do, but that's how, guys, things move forward. In any system, in any situation, when there's an issue, you have to make changes from the top and bring it on down. So with that. Ended on that note. That brings us another episode. You guys know what to do. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Stay safe. Problem with the law, you know who to call. Hello, this is JJ.